What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. When there's big news or I got some time, of course, I'd like to put this out for you guys. You know, we got to talk about that WWE Saudi Arabia shit, which is insane. There's a lot of beef going on in wrestling, a lot of cool stuff that happened, UFC, what have you. Please remember to show us love on all podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider. And on Twitter, it's the AEW. AEW Insider 1. Now, AEW News, of course, because this is the AEW Insider. It was reported by Bodyslam.net that Joey Janela was at UFC 244. He tweeted out that he was there and showed a nice picture of it, blah, blah, blah. It turns out that WWE's The Revival's Dash Widler was there also. Uh, what you call it, Jim Cornette actually hates Joey Janela and he loves Dash Wilder, a.k.a. The Revival, and we'll get into why I mentioned him in the first place. Um, a fan tweeted to Janela that Wilder was there and he wanted them to shoot an angle together. Janela said, is he the bald one or the one with the hair? I will say hello if I see him. Dash did see that and he replied, please don't. A female fan tweeted to Janela that Dash, Dash is the one with the nice booty, which Janela replied, cool, I will look for the booty with the tennis racket marks on them, meaning that they're Jim Cornette's golden boys because he loves them right now the best out of any other tag team. I guess Dash seen that and he said, I will look for the face that's running away with Enzo's handprint on it. Burn, because you know, at the Blink 182 a couple uh, months ago, which I reported on, Enzo slapped fire on Joey Janela's face. Janela replied, I offered you a claw, which I means his hand, as a bridge of peace. Unfortunately, you acted very rude. It's a shame you were not stuck in Saudi Arabia for another three days. So, mm, shit's building up, yo, that's fucked up stuff. Uh, Nick Jackson from the Young Bucks has gone on record and said that there will be no partnership with New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW. To me, that makes zero sense, especially with a couple of the things I have to report in this episode. Plus, they used to work for them in between. Like, I don't get that. I think it's a spokescreen. All right, on the WWE. Now, we know WWE superstars, a lot of them didn't make it to SmackDown Friday night. At that time, we were told it was due to technical, excuse me, mechanical issues like the airplane. Well, the real reason why WWE superstars has been revealed, and it is fucking insane. The Saudi prince stopped and ordered the WWE wrestlers and staff off the plane. There was 178 of them or more. As I've reported, and as you know, WWE signed a deal with the Saudis to come over there for two times a year for 10 years. And the deal was for a billion dollars, like a legit billion dollars. Well, the Saudis have not paid for their last two events, which sets their tab between four hundred dollars and $500,000. So Vince actually cut the fee to the crown jewel in that area. So if you live in Saudi Arabia and the surrounding areas and you weren't fortunate enough to go there live, you would watch it on the WWE Network or on your TV. Since uh, they didn't get paid, Vince cut their feet over there so the people there could not see it. Well, the prince was irate. He stopped the plane and made all the talent and staff get off and had left Vince to charter another one for them. If I was there, one of the people or staff, I would be legit shitting fucking bricks if that happened. And more details about it have been revealed. 
This is what happened with Vincent and Prince. Vince McMahon and other members of WWE staff were scheduled to have a private meeting with the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salam and others to discuss their Middle East TV deal. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salam was said to have no-showed the meeting. This said to really piss Vince McMahon off and subsequently set things in motion. Now, a bunch of superstars are pissed, and I don't blame them. They refuse to go over there again. They've been very vocal on Twitter. Like Carl Anderson, his wife, Buddy Murphy, Rusev, Andrade, they've all tweeted. And I have to say, like I said, I can't blame them. They feel they were used as pawns, and they really were. They were used as legit human pawns. And to add more insult, before the truth came out, Vince actually ordered the people over there to tell their wrestlers to tweet on their social medias that they were stuck over there and wouldn't make SmackDown because of mechanical issues, which is fucking insane. We now know that Brock is on Raw, like I said he was going to be, and how they were going to switch the titles with no issues, no problems. You know what I mean? Bray going over there, blah, 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 back and forth. But it's, how what, how many weeks after the draft, and boom, it's switched already. It's bullshit. Uh, Brock and Heyman were not even supposed to appear on SmackDown and do the switch there. It was supposed to be done on Raw. But since everybody got stuck over in Saudi, in their contract, they had to. Uh, Dave Meltzer actually went on record and said a lot of top talents and people behind the scenes have lost a lot of faith and trust in Vince after being over there. Like that legit over there literally could have beheaded and killed all fucking 178 of them, just like they killed that reporter a couple months ago. It's fucked up. Uh, Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend, has teased a new world title. It is awesome. If you want to see it, it's on our Twitter, it's on the Facebook, and it's on our YouTube video that I'm going to put up tonight. It's fucking hot from what I can see. It's got the buzzards like on a metal part. Now, what you call it? On, um, I can't even think of it now, but it's got buzzards. It's got a cool background for the WWE logo. Like, it's dope. So the era of the fiend is going to kick ass. The plates, the plates, the side plates is what the buzzards are on. All right, Alexa Bliss is not too happy right now. Come to find out last year, her and Natalia were the women who were supposed to fight at Crown Jewel, but the Saudis wouldn't allow it. Well, Little Miss Bliss is pissed that they chose Lacey over her this time. Fans of Bailey on Twitter have made threats to dress up as her blow-up friends that used to accompany her on stage during her entrance. She tweeted to them that she will have security remove them from the building if she sees them. I love her playing a new heel persona. She was also on After the Bell with Corey Graves, and she yelled at him for keeping her on hold so long, and she even hung up mid-interview. Also, WWE took fans to the last live event, and they had Bailey and Sasha on them, but on the back it said stuff like, screw all of you, which was just said live on WWE TV not too long ago, but WWE took their sign. So it's okay for them to say screw all of you to the fans, but not for a fan to bring it on a sign to a live event. All right, peace. We'll take a break real quick. I got one more WWE story. Got some New Japan news. We got to cover UFC and just another story about Eric Bischoff. All right. Remember to check us out on all social media. It's the AEW Insider. We'll be back when I wrap this up real quick for you. All right, peeps, I'm back. Let's finish up the show. Remember, all social media, all podcasting, AEW Insider on Facebook, YouTube, and all podcasting platforms, and AEW Insider 1 on Twitter. X, excuse me, WWE has a new signee. It's not a wrestler, but it's behind-the-scenes talent, and it's awesome. He's an ex-WWE and ECW star. His name is Lance Storm. 
And it has been revealed that he will be returning to WWE as a producer. Lance Storm is one of the best of one was one of the best of the round. I mean, around he does old school. He's strict, but he knows what the fuck he's talking about, and that's a good sign for them. Trust me. All right, New Japan. It looks like Hiromo. Takahashi is back. If you remember, I'd say almost two years ago, he was in a New Japan live pay-per-view match and he landed on his neck. He's not been on TV since. Yet his fellow brothers in the Ungovernables have not forgotten about him. They always show him love in his promos, what have you, have his little toy cats there, yada yada. You gotta see his injury. It was fucked up. I forget, I think the other uh, superstar forgot to cradle his neck and he fucking went across the ring. Oh man, it was crazy. He had to stay in the United States for a while before he was even okay to fly to Japan, and you haven't fucking seen him since. Right before that, he actually won the Super Juniors before his injury. So I'm definitely happy for this young star, and he already has a match. He will be fighting at Wrestle Kingdom 14. Wrestle Kingdom is their version of WrestleMania for them once a year. He will be taking on New Japan superstar Will Ospreay. Now, speaking of Will Ospreay, he was actually in a tag team match with one of Hiromi's faction mates. His name was Bushi. Bushi tried to spray Ospreay in the face with the green mist, but Ospreay grabbed him by the face, sucked it out of his mouth, and spit the green mist back into Bushi's face. It was so kick-ass. You got to check it out. Uh, what you call it, New Japan this morning. It's this morning for us, but I mean over there, blah, blah, blah. But they have their pay-per-view going on right now called Power Struggle. Chris Jericho appeared on a video this morning. And the video started with a bunch of like New Japan guys, regular people. I'm just playing, acting like they were in a band, doing air guitar like they were in a rock band, what have you. All of a sudden, somebody started beating the living piss out of them. When the camera panned up, it was none other than the pain maker, Chris Jericho. That's his persona in New Japan. He had the makeup on, looks like from a clockwork orange, what have you, mixed with the crow. Like, it's awesome. But he's over there, and he did challenge... Tanahashi at a match at WrestleMania Kingdom 14. These guys have fought before and they beat the shit out of each other. Him and Naito when Jericho get into it. So it's awesome that he will be at J- Wrestle, uh, excuse me, Wrestle Kingdom 14 in January. And that's what I mean about Nick Jackson going on record saying it won't work with New Japan. It's bullshit. It makes no sense to me. Uh, also this weekend, Kenny Omega and AEW star Rihu, their women's champion, had a match in Japan. I seen the clips. It was awesome. Uh, Ex-WWE employee Eric Bischoff has seen NWA Power. NWA's got their weekly YouTube show that I've been promoting and I've been talking about because it's awesome. This is what Bischoff had to say. I have seen it. Dave Logana actually sent me a couple links the other day and I did watch it. I was very impressed with it. But it's a YouTube proposition. It's not a television proposition. The audience for YouTube is going to be different than the general audience for television. I think what they're doing is unique enough in that way, and it's being presented, that it can probably work for their goals. Now, would that say the same? Would the same show work on a major cable network outlet? I don't think so. He's got a point. And finally, finally, UFC 244 did take place this weekend, as I reported. As we know, and I've reported on this too, The Rock was supposed to actually present the winner with the UFC title, but the match was called off due to blood. Hot-headed UFC star Nate Diaz had this to say when he was asked about The Rock once the event was over. Fuck The Rock. He's on that side. Fuck him. I'm on the West Coast side. 
Mike Tyson should have been here anyway. He's the baddest man on the planet. He should have been there over here, not over there. And then he said, you guys caught me under a bad time, but the rock's cool. I like ballers, but he picked the wrong side. He picked another side, so he can get his ass whooped too. With all due respect, he can get it too. I know he was on that side because he's got to be. He's from the same town and all that. You know, but on, if you're on his side, to me, it's fuck you. You know, Nate Diaz is crazy. All right, peace. It wasn't a long show, but I'm just trying to keep you guys updated. A lot of wrestling news goes on during the week. It's, it's, it's too much for me to only do a show once a week for you guys. You know what I mean? But I got new two, new YouTube videos up, some horror ones, stuff like that. I'm working on a, my top 30 wrestlers of all time for a video coming up soon. So definitely show us some love. I'm not going to plug everything again. It's AEW Insider, AEW Insider 1 on Twitter. I'm your host, Lee Benz. Thank you so much, peeps. And we'll be back in a couple days with a new edition of the AEW Insider. Ciao, peeps. Thank you.